my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at the word religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM, and if you like to make a comment or have your questions answered, please text us on 04-888-808-11. That's the number where we you can text and be part of this program with us today uh, because we like some interaction with our listeners, uh, if that's possible, and we can do that via um, text messages. We are going to approach a very important um, subject uh, today and uh, this week, the believer and the spirit. And we are going to deal with some questions like uh, how does the Holy Spirit work in church. Also, we are going to talk about uh, speaking in tongues and uh, uh, what's the what's about the unpardonable sin? I hope I said that correctly. And um, yeah, what is the holy uh, the role of the Holy Spirit in revival? Uh, but today we are uh, going to look a little bit more, to put some basis, you know, uh, and, and to understand how the Spirit works in uh, in our lives. Our co-host today is uh, Eric Hoare, and Eric is a passionate member of the church working with ing- indigenous people uh, for quite a number of years. Eric, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Nick. It's great to be here and um, yeah, nice to have somebody sitting opposite me that's uh, a little bit different. Missing Pastor Gary, but uh, it's good to have you. I was just going to say that um, uh, our listeners who particularly listen on, uh, listen to this program on Monday, they may be used to, to another voice, but um, thank you for stepping in and filling in for uh, um, Pastor um, Joseph, while he's taking a bit of time off, That's right. uh, and it's very good to have you with us, Eric, and you are still working with indigenous people, Eric, are you? Yes, I've been doing that now for um, well over, or oh, getting on now for eight or nine years with the Aboriginal people here, and we have a nice little group here. Um, we work all around Adelaide, and even um, Pastor David Fletcher is the uh, Aboriginal coordinator, mm-hmm. and he goes as far as Fink and uh, the APY lands, and uh, all over the place so he's mm. a very busy man but we have a little group working here in Adelaide and we have a Bible study on a Wednesday and um, we have um, food deliveries on a, on a Thursday and then we, we have church on, on Saturday on the Sabbath Yeah, Sure Technically you are uh, retired are you? <laughs> well uh, it doesn't seem that way I, um, I'm i busier than ever I find uh, but yeah I, I do uh, two days ministry a week but it seems to stretch out longer than that and I am enjoying to or three days during the week where I can help the grannies. I love helping the being with the family, you know. Yes. That's I mean, good. when when you uh, are in ministry, Eric, mm-hmm. and I know you for a number of years now, and I know your passion uh, for people, and you were working with books, you know, for yeah. a long time. You were uh, um, a colporter and uh, leading, you know, in that department uh, at some stage. Yes. Um, yes, I did the literature work for over 30 years, and I really enjoyed it. And what kept me out there, because people say I must be hard 
going to doors with the Bible and um, and Christian books and meeting people. I said, well, it's the love of the people that, that keeps you out there. It's just, you know, wanting to know them, to meet people and making friends out of strangers. I think that's the ideal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, uh, when we talk about retirement, uh, particularly in in ministry, mm. um, there is no such retirement. No, it you know, <laughs> It's just, uh, yeah, as I said, technically, um, but uh, you can get even busier, as you just said, um, mm. I know I spoke with so many people who went into retirement and said, man, I'm busier <laughs> than before. But Eric, um, we are going to talk uh, particularly today about the, um, the Holy Spirit and um, uh, the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Now, just before we, we go into that, um, I want to share um, a bit of news uh, at the beginning of this program. Really, this uh, attracted my attention when I look at this uh, article about uh, the Catholic politicians who support abortion should be excommunicated, the Cardinal says. Oh, that's, a, I thought, well, that's quite uh, bold to say. Mm. Um, because, uh, we know that we have, uh, here yeah, one of the, the most important leader of the world, you know, uh, in, in the White House, who's a Catholic. Mm. Uh, Joe Biden is a Catholic and uh, Cardinal Raymond uh, Bork uh, made the comments on this um, uh, article um, saying that uh, many Catholics and non-Catholics have asked how Catholic politicians and civil officials who publicly defend and promote the practice of abortion on demand can approach to receive Holy Communion, they asking, can these people have Holy Communion and also support uh, abortion? I know that the Catholic Church is very strong in uh, in protecting, you know, uh, mm. at least uh, that's, uh, you know, what you can hear on media. And uh, uh, Cardinal Burke uh, did not mention uh, any politicians by name, actually. Uh, although the issue has become more prominent with Joe Biden, a pro-choice Catholic in the White House, as I said, and um, uh, people can uh, expand on this. Uh, to whom is he referring? You know, uh, Cardinal Raymond Bourke. Now, um, those who publicly and obstinately violate the moral law, law are at least in a state of apostasy. That's again strong language here. That is that uh, they have effectively abandoned the faith by the obstinate refusal in practice to live in accord with fundamental truths of faith and morals. Uh, Burke wrote, um, an apostate from faith incurs automatically the penalty of excommunication. The bishop of such a person must verify the condition of the declaration of the penalty of excommunication, which has been automatically incurred. Burke is one of the 125 living cardinals in the world, Eric. And the cardinals are directly below the Pope in the, in the Catholic um, hierarchy. Mm-hmm. And I think this is very interesting because, uh, you know, to put a statement like that, you know, on the, on the media will have a, a very large ramification, you know. Without holding communication from uh, pro-choice politicians, Burke argued is not done for political 
purposes. On the contrary, it is church's solemn responsibility to safeguard the holiness of the Holy Eucharist, to prevent the faithful from committing sacrilege and to prevent scandal among the faithful and other persons of goodwill, he wrote. It is rather the Catholic politician who publicly and obstinately promote what is contrary to the moral law and yet dares to receive sacrilegious Holy Communion, who uses the Holy Eucharist for political purposes. In other words, the politicians presents himself or herself as a devout Catholic, while the truth is completely otherwise. I believe uh, when I look at this article, I thought, man, that's very bold there to to come from uh, um, from somebody in that um, hierarchy, you know, in the in the Catholic Church. Considering that we have, as I said earlier, in the White House, uh, a Catholic, and it's pro-abortion. Yeah, well, when you look at it, um, Nick, the um, the standards of the world are changing so quickly. So many things have happened in the last short while where we see complete breakdown in the standards of the world. And when you have, um, when you take the abortion law and the changes that are coming through parliament, even in Australia, where you can abort right up till birth, mm. week before birth, mm. I mean, that's morally, uh, it must ring alarm bells in any person that that could happen where somebody could actually have a child a few, a week later, a healthy baby, but if you murdered that baby, that's murder. Yet a week before, you can have a baby that's living well inside you, and then abort them right to the end. It is it is sacrilege, isn't it? So this is what it's. This is the way the world is changing, and and it's putting a lot of pressure on on people to speak out or churches. It's really making us look deeply inside ourselves to say, hey, you know. Should we say something about this? Yeah, or not? yeah, and and many people are looking. Particularly, you know, um, uh, I saw another video just not long ago. Um, uh, one of the senators, you know, debating in the Senate about uh, the, even the Sabbath, you know, there and but in a in a different way. Um, when you think of Americans and the lady, you know, a senator said, "Pull out a, a, a dollar bill," and says, "You know what is written here in God." We trust. Mm. Now, when you say that and then uh, do some other things which are totally opposite about the morals of the Bible, you know, and being a Christian, I think that makes quite a big wave <laughs> to yes. say so in the, not only in the Christian world, but you know, uh, just yep. to everyone. Uh, and mm. the Christians may look more like hypocrites mm. than anything else. Well, it's happening everywhere. It's even in courts today, you know, they're trying to take away swearing on the Bible mm. and even having the Lord's Prayer before Congress and all this. They're trying to do away with all these things. In fact, it has been dropped in some places. Yeah. So there's a whole dropping of morals and standards here for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, you're listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q and A here with uh, Nick Rita and our co-host today is Eric uh, Hoar, and uh, we are uh, talking today about uh, the believer and the spirit. You know, uh, for the whole week this is our topic, but uh, today we are going to uh, look a little bit more um, into the the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of 
uh, Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric, before I ask you this question, again, I like to uh, mention to our listeners that they can um, come in contact with us via uh, text messages uh, and uh, ask us some questions or Put a comment out there, and if we are able to to answer uh, directly, we can we will do that. Uh, the number is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. Let's talk about this, uh, Eric. Um, to to start with, um, what's the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of uh, Christian? Oh, the Holy Spirit is so important. Um, I hope everybody is filled with the Holy Spirit today. And uh, first of all, we need to know. Uh, what the Holy Spirit is, it's actually part of the Godhead. It's part of the Trinity. We have um, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's, there's a separate three, but united as one. Mm-hmm. And uh, even back in Genesis uh, chapter 1, verse 2, it said, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So the Holy Spirit was present at creation as well, in our creation and the world's creation to start off with. So it's like, I don't know about you, Nick, but when I'm driving around the roads and um, we're getting new roads here and uh, putting up highways there, I'm terrible at getting lost, you know. Mm. And so I have a GPS and uh, I don't know if people listening like GPSs, but I can't do without them. Uh, turn me around and I'm lost. And I find that generally it does find me way through it. It um It tells me the way to go. And and this is like the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes into our lives and it gives us the pathway to Jesus. It leads us to our Savior. It gives us freedom. And and part of that one there I'd like to share this morning is that um, uh, this evening is that the Holy Spirit um, is a helper who teaches and reminds us. You know, like John 14, 26 says, Jesus told his disciples, um, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Now that's John 1426. This, this, uh, word Holy Spirit can be translated in the Greek, pakalotos, which means a helper, mm. an advocate in the New Testament or, or in the New International Version and counselor. Uh, the meaning of this word uh, translates like a legal counselor. So he's somebody that, that, uh, leads us and directs us and gives us the best advice. Right. We can have right, but it's interesting, um, uh, Nick. That um, before I was a Christian, I used to listen to many voices in the world. Um, I listened to what my friends were saying, uh, what advice I was being given, but I really didn't have a direction because when you're caught up in the world and sin, um, it, it becomes very confusing. Today we have fake news, we have you know all sorts of things being thrown at us, and it's hard to know uh, what to listen to. But the Holy Spirit is given to us to give us the best possible thing in our lives. It's there to give us freedom. I, I love Titus three six, where it says, He saved us not because of righteous things we have done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. Mm. So the Holy Spirit, it gives us renewal. It washes us. It gives us um, a new a- uh, outlook through our eyes, different eyes, that we may see and be directed and guided. And uh, you said something very important there, uh, Eric. Um, there are many uh, today, um, many voices out there, you know, and it's very difficult to identify, you know, from the truth from for the fake. Mm. 
how how do you recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit? Do you have uh, an experience with, to share? I mean, like, uh, how do you recognize that and can identify, okay, this is the Holy Spirit speaking to me. Mm-hmm. It's not just uh, another voice because I heard about many people saying, oh, I don't know, you know, I mean, I have this uh, voice speaking in my mind, you know, and I, I didn't know where that come from. <laughs> That's a very good question, Nick. And I think that to me, the voice that comes to me, the the one that is telling me, to do something or, or to be, uh, to follow this, this path of thought is only bringing me good because God will never bring us badness. Mm. He'll never direct us in the wrong way. For instance, um, before I was a Christian, I was quite selfish. I was following the ways of the world. I was gambling and drinking, um, and really neglecting my family. I was thinking more of me, me, me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember it was something so small. But I heard the Holy Spirit talk to me one day. It was, <laughs> I, I like soccer, you know, mm. I like mm. rugby, but I used to play soccer. And I remember it was, um, I had my wife in the car watching and I was playing soccer. And all I heard was a voice say to me, uh, it was just before halftime. I still remember this. A voice said to me, um, Eric, is this all there is to life? He was talking about my whole life. Yes. Is this all there is to life? And I stopped and I looked around to see where the voice came from. There was no one around me. So I said, oh, I'm, I'm imagining it, you know. Um, and then in the second half, I was, I was, uh, playing again and, um, and the, the ball went down the field and I was, I was one of the backs and I came up and then I heard the same voice again and it spoke to me again and, it wasn't till sometime later I realized that it was the Holy Spirit speaking to me wow. to say, look, turn around from your life. You know, there's more to life than what you're actually doing. And I, I think that's what God does. He pulls us up. He directs us, but he only does what is best for us, even though we think we're doing the right path, going down the right path. Mm. And that's and that's the whole thing. And then when the Holy Spirit comes to us, it, it, the only way we can recognize God is to actually uh, through the eyes of the Holy Spirit. And so this is the start of it, of, of listening to that voice and, and recognizing that voice and then he leads us to Jesus. Wow. You, know? uh, you, you just reminded me again of uh, one of, you know, my uh, experiences. Um, I was in a show business, uh, Eric, and, uh, Every day was for me like a party, you know, and I was, I think, I thought I enjoy life, you know, and everything is going so well. But every morning I had a question in my mind, you know, just uh, as you just said, uh, like a voice just coming and say, what's the purpose of life? Mm. Is this all? I was enjoying, I was, you know, dancing and um, partying and then I felt empty the next day, you know, uh, and I thought, wow, that's very interesting. You know, that's how I started to to inquire, you know, and that's how God uh, approached me. Mm. It says, what's the purpose of life? Mm. And I could see that everything is in vain, you know, even the, uh, those uh, wonderful uh, days. And, and Eric, you know, what about, let's talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit uh, convicts um, the world of sin. And each one, one of us, because you just mentioned, because you're gambling, you're drinking, you're doing all those things, mm. and maybe the Holy Spirit... Uh, convicted you, you know? Mm. Well, not only does the Holy Spirit give us wise counsel mm. and a direction in life, but also um, the Holy Spirit actually approves sin, uh, points out sin to us. And I like to go to John sixteen seven to 8 for this. There's a wonderful text here where Jesus speaking says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. 
For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. So a large part of the Holy Spirit's work is to actually to point out sin. Uh, you know, it's funny you were mentioning that before, um, Nick, about where you were at uh, when, you know, with parties and things. And, and for me too, I, was a, I used to be a party goer. And it's interesting that to when God uh, starts you on this journey, when we accept the Holy Spirit, when we list, stop and listen to him and accept Jesus, uh, the things that seem to matter kind of melt away. Um, like for instance, I used to like to, to go to parties too, but now, if I go to a, if I'm invited to one of my relatives, and, and I don't have many Christians in my relatives, and if I go to a party, and I see what's happening there, I feel uncomfortable. This is not where I should be now. Yes. Uh, it's changed. So, when he convicts us of sin, he, he points out, he shows us, in fact, the Bible talks about it, the people are in darkness, and then their eyes are opened. Yes. So what the Holy Spirit does, he takes the blinkers off, and suddenly we can see what where we're at. What our We can see our real situation, if you like. Mm. But before, we thought we were merely going away with what the world was giving us. We thought that was happiness, mm-hmm. when actually it's it's not. It's entrapping you. I, I, have, a, I have friends in our... Um, like in, in any churches, I have a lady there that's um, uh, that's very heavily into into drink. She's an alcoholic, and she comes along to Bible. So she's a lovely lady, and she's always happy. But when she falls back into the the old the old ways, uh, we don't see it for a long time. She's unhappy. She's fighting with all her relatives, mm. and then suddenly she comes back, and everything's happy for a while again as the Holy Spirit is talking to her. And then she she falls away again. And just recently, I heard that she had a boyfriend, and then she. She ended up with a black eye and she'd been drinking and we hadn't seen her for a while. She came to church on Sabbath. It was lovely to see her and you could see the happiness in her. So here we see the old way of life and the new way. And I think this is talked about in 1 Corinthians 2.12. It says, We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. Wow, that's two a, spirits. Yeah, that's great. And by the way, on this one, you know, sometimes we like to talk about the journey, you know, the spirit. Yeah journey like a roller coaster you know going up going down going up and going down but actually in fact if you are under god's uh, um, uh, direction you know mm-hmm. actually it's a progressive journey is it yes. uh, you you are sure. going to you know uh, have victory of course you you have some yes. uh, faults, but generally it's a yep. progressive you're not yes. going back to the same uh, no. uh, things and while you said that um, uh, eric i um, i also want to to ask you know because i believe when you hear the voice of the holy spirit and the holy spirit is to convict you know us of sin um, it's a choice involved there you can either choose to listen to that voice, you know, and to see where you are and make the changes, or you can ignore that, make a choice. You know, mm. w- the Holy Spirit actually speaking out to everyone. And I believe every person, when they are doing something wrong, they understand that they're doing something wrong. Yes, but the thing is, Nick, is that if they keep doing the same thing wrong, eventually it become a way of life. Numbed, yeah, yeah. You, you become uh, numbed. That's okay, the word. Yeah. You, you're right. So yeah. what we've got to do then is to turn our lives around, and the Holy Spirit prompts us to do that to actually turn turn ourselves around and to listen to what God is saying. You know, and the thing is that. Um, 
the conviction of sin, when it comes to us, needs change. Now, with me, uh, when I started to turn away from the things that I was doing, I wasn't actually concentrating on those things. It was happening inside out, mm. if you understand what I'm saying. I, right. I started doing things, and my friends around me noticed that, I, that things were changing, and some of them didn't want to be with me because they saw me as a threat because I wasn't drinking with them anymore. I wasn't gambling with them anymore. Okay. So they saw me as a threat. But others came up and said, look, I, I really see it. I, I don't know what's going on, but I can see that what's happening to you is a good thing. Yeah, so it's I, a change. I found out who my friends were. And, and that's the big thing is that Holy Spirit – um, and prompts and, and um, shows us the way, but we've we've got to make that choice to follow Him. We have voices of the world. We've also got voices of, from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you're right. And those are the ways to go. You know. And, and I remember exactly the same thing that uh, some of my best friends, Eric, uh, and even relatives, they were upset with me when I um, I stopped drinking because they said, "Now I haven't got the." Uh, you know, you coming along yes. and drink with me and have good time. You know, they were upset with me, really upset. Uh, but in time, they could see how my life was uh, turning around and change, you know, and people start to think of that and say, hey, he made a, a good choice. Well, one of my um, relatives, my brother-in-law, worked in the breweries, you know, mm-hmm. and my family couldn't believe that I'd stopped drinking. My, I still remember my uncle, Charlie, uh, he used to pour alcohol down my throat at the age of five. I still remember that. And wow. that was uh, that was the way. But when the Holy Spirit comes in and opens up your mind, you know, you just want to follow the Holy Spirit. And the thing is that we do it because we love Christ. Um, the Holy Spirit brings us the love of Christ. It opens up our eyes to see Him and what He has done for us. And we do it because we love Him. Now, sometimes we do things. Uh, we talk about this with Pastor Gary the other day. Sometimes we do things not understanding why the Bible asks us to do certain things, but then you can see it as you progress along. Right. It is for our good. It's for our well-being. Mm. And the, and it really, when you look at what we're talking about here, the world is a sinful place. And but when you look at stealing and uh, adultery. And, and a lot of these things, um, good people understand that, but yet it still happens time and time again. It's only the Holy Spirit that can help through all that. Yes. Uh, we're just reminding you, uh, listening there, that um, you are listening to Faith FM uh, Drive Time Big Q&A with uh, Nick Rita and our co-host is uh, Eric Hoar, um, the believer and the spirit. And if you like to send us a text, you may share with us uh, how do you uh, understand this and if the Holy Spirit speaks to you too, uh, send uh, us a text and share um, a story if you like, uh, the number where you can text is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. Eric, the Holy Spirit um, dwells in uh, believers and fills them. How how that happen? Well, First Corinthians three sixteen is very interesting. It says, um, uh, "This is talking about the Holy Spirit as God's presence in the life of believers." It says, "Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit?" Dwells in you, so it's telling here that the Holy Spirit. When we accept the Holy Spirit, we we accept Jesus into our lives, then the Holy Spirit actually dwells in us, and uh, and continually changes us. I mean, each one of us is on a journey 
and we're continuing to grow. We keep on uh, growing. I love Romans 5, 5, and it says, And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. So it's talking here about um, having a changed heart, being born again, if you mm-hmm. like, is another way of saying it, where not only do we see differently, but we actually have God dwelling in us, that we show love and compassion, that we are different to the world. Uh, and the world is growing more evil, how much more should a Christian today show the opposite of that evilness by showing love and kindness to all, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Look, and... um um, now, also, the, the Holy Spirit, uh, Eric, um, it's a source of revelation, uh, wisdom, and power, is it? Mm, that's right. Uh, look, uh, you know, um, uh, the power in the, of, of the Holy Spirit in our lives is so is so dramatic. Um, and and uh, there are instances, Nick, you would know, and, and many of the listeners would know, when, when something happens, before I was a Christian, I used to think, uh, I used to believe in coincidences, but I don't anymore. And God brings around m- miraculous things that happen. One of the things I've learned over the years is that um, we're not to look at signs and wonders so much. It's actually the changing of life in a person's life okay. is the biggest changes. All right. And that's dwelt through by the Holy Spirit. I like, um, you know, First uh, Corinthians 2, 10 to, to 11. It says, uh, these are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. And the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God, for who knows a person's thoughts except for their own spirit within them? And the same one, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. And it's interesting, Nick, that we could read the Bible, we can listen to sermons, you could actually give a sermon, but unless it's directed by the Holy Spirit... It is, it is not of the God. God. Right. It's the Holy Spirit that brings that out to others. Okay, okay. That that's, very, that's very important, yeah. And God gives us the Holy Spirit so we may know him better. Um, you know, I found in, in, in life that whatever we do in life uh, reflects on God's character. You know, many Christians today are called hypocrites yeah. because they say one thing, yet we do another. You know, our neighbors could watch us or our friends know us. So it's because we need to uh, reflect God's character to others uh, that that's how we accept the Holy Spirit into our lives is that it, it helps us go closer and closer to God, that we may reflect his character to others, that others may see uh, the Spirit of God in us, if you like, you know. Mm. And I think that's very important, you know, and we're to be witnesses and to carry that out. Sure, sure. Um, also, you know, the Holy Spirit guides uh, us uh, to all truth. Uh, we we know this from the Bible, including the the knowledge of um, what is to come. Uh, mm. Eric, uh, you know, even we talk on this program about prophecy quite a bit. Mm. Um, what's your uh, understanding on this too? Yes, you know, we we we've talked a lot about truth on on these programs. Uh, what is truth and and how do we know our way? Um, and we're all sinners, Nick. We've mm. got to realize we're all sinners. So, you know, we, we may fall, but we know that God covers us. But when it comes to the spirit of truth, it says in John sixteen thirteen to 15, it says, But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he is made will be made known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. 
That is why I said the Spirit receives from me what he will make known to you. So the Holy Spirit's work is to, is like we read in the Bible, God's word. He then brings the word of God to us and, and works that and, and, you know, God never lies. He never lets us down. Uh, he will, he, uh, the Holy Spirit will always glorify the Father. And yet some people have been caught away uh, by voices, even, even murdering somebody. They've said, you know, God told me to do it, you know. Well, we know that that is not from God. So there is a dividing line. And, and, uh, here it's telling us here that the Holy Spirit will guide us into truth. Mm. And, and I only, I only think that, the way we accept that truth is by reading the word and listening to the spirit and prayer. Those three things keep us so close to God. We will listen to the spirit of truth and he will be our guide in our lives, you know? Oh, that's true. That's true, Eric. Hey, um, we are going to take a short break here, Eric, and um, play some uh, music uh, while we remain reminding also our listeners that uh, they can be part of this program with uh, with the text message uh, on zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. You can send us a message. But right now, uh, I would like to play a song uh, called "The Corner Room," based on Psalm hundred and thirty nine, uh, from verses seven to nineteen. And this, I believe, this fits uh, quite well with our uh, topic for today. Just listen to this and we'll be back shortly. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed and shield, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even
You are listening to Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today is Eric Hoare. And we are uh, talking about uh, the Holy Spirit in the life of a Christian, um, dealing today a little bit more with how the the Holy Spirit work in uh, our life. Uh, I'd like to give you also today um, a free book. Uh, it's our giveaway for uh, today. And I was thinking that will be good to give you the Bible readings. Um, it's, a, it's a nice book with the questions and uh, answers. Um, this is an excellent uh, resource printed specifically in uh, 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 cheaper quality for sharing and giving away. Uh, we have Bible questions uh, for, you know, 4,000 questions about Bible topics uh, are all answered with uh, scripture texts. And um, you can have this uh, book free in your hands. No obligation. Please just send us a text on zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one and we'll organize to have this book for you. Eric, coming back uh, to our um, topic for today here, we haven't got much time left and I'm just thinking that probably we should talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit and um, who sanctifies us and enables us as believers to bear good fruit in our lives. Mm. Uh, can you share with us uh, uh, what you understand about this principle? Yes, well, Paul the Apostle said in Ephesians 5.18, it says, Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's interesting, Nick, that in the Greek text, it is written in the present continuance tense. It actually says, Be always, be always filled with the Holy Spirit. It is also a command in the Greek, not an optional requirement. So here the Lord commands us to be continuously controlled by the Holy Spirit. It doesn't mean to say that sometimes we feel the need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we need this. It is actually a way of life. It is, you know, 
what controls us, it should be the Holy Spirit. Mm, mm. It's not just saying, oh, well, you know, I'm feeling good today, so I think, you know. Yeah, I have a bit of Holy Spirit. You know, you remind me again of a passage of the Bible, Eric, when, uh, you know, the Jesus' disciples, they were quite uh, uh, upset, you know, when uh, uh, Jesus' ascension, Mm. because, you know, they kind of, you know, uh, our master is going now. But, Mm. I rem- you know, just I'm quoting here when Jesus said, it's better for you that I go because mm. I will send the Holy Spirit to be with you mm. everywhere, anytime. You know, Jesus was limited in time. Yeah, and it was like the last Sabbath, and they all wanted to be closest to Jesus. Correct. You know, yes. When he would be, he's there anyway. You know? <laughs> um, this is the, the human way of thinking. But really, it's the, it's the sanctify, uh, what the Holy Spirit does, it sanctifies our lives so much so that we start to be a good fruit. Um, and so it's an ongoing process. And it reminds me of Galatians 5, 16 to 17. When, uh, so what is the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Well, the answer is Galatians 5, 22 to 23 tells us the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is the result of the Holy Spirit's present in the life of a Christian. Now, now Nick, we've got to be honest, we're not perfect. Mm. And we can lose our temper and, and we can, you know, to do wrong. But generally, living in this world where there's so much pressure, these things happen. But the thing is, to allow the Holy Spirit into our lives so much that we can gain some control over these things in a natural way. Right. Um, you know, I follow Christ because I see his character and that draws me to him. And... And when he does that, it means that I want to have my life to be a better, better person in this life, you know? Uh, that my children and my, uh, granny see me as different. And by these fruits of the spirit, it is opposite to what the worldly, world is offering. That, that's offering, offering hatred and jealousy. And, and the way of the world is that you've got to be the, the person on the top. When God says no, it's the, it's the broken hearted that I'm looking for. Right. And, you know, Jesus left the 99 in the pen, the Christians in the pen, mm-hmm. and he went out to find the one that had wandered off. Mm. And, and, you know, maybe people can criticize in the pen that we're, we're, what's he doing, you know? But he saw the need for the one that was lost. And sometimes we feel our greatest need when we're down on our knees pleading for the Holy Spirit to change our lives and Christ will come and find us. You know, sometimes we can feel that we're already there, that we're doing very well, very nicely, thank you. But what the Holy Spirit does, it convicts us that we're actually what our real condition is. And so these fruits of the Spirit are opposite to what the world is showing today. And it's interesting uh, for me, Nick, that that, uh, when one changes... Um, when you start to see, you, you don't look at yourself, you start to look at other people, how you can help them. And the greatest joy is exercising the Holy Spirit through us, is that by sharing with others and helping others and lifting them up, um, and not judging them. Yes. You know, being with them and helping them, actually, you feel more filled with the Holy Spirit because it, 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 you're not doing it because you, it's all out in the open, you do it quietly. And and that really does exercise your faith and faith through the Holy Spirit. All right, you yeah, know? yeah, I understand that. That's that's very important, uh, Eric, to um, to be able to you know uh, be conscious about the need, but also the work 
of yes. the Holy Spirit in our lives and the results because you can see that and you can be encouraged, you know, to see, hey, uh, I can see that I'm fighting, but not on my own. I have the helper. Yes. I have the Holy Spirit, which fights for me, you know, helps mm. me. And sometimes we are going too much on our own, Eric. Mm. We are um, yes. used to, particularly even uh, living in uh, in a Western world, you know, where uh, we are self-sufficient. Yes. You know, we think, okay, we can do this. We can plan that. Uh, yes. Everything is in our hands. Mm. But when we look at our spiritual life, it's important to realize that we have the comforter, the Holy Spirit side by side, mm. you know, with us to uh, to go through. Uh, ups and down the challenges of life it's one of the dangers isn't it that we do it in our own strength Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. uh, like the pharisee and the tax collector you know when they were praying and one said look at me i'm a poor sinner lord you know and the other one said uh look i've given you my tithes and i've done this and that yes so which one he said is more justified which one and and he said it's actually the tax collector that was despised i like the verse uh nick it's first corinthians 12 13 it says for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body whether we be jews or gentile whether we be bold or free and have been uh all made to drink into one spirit we're all of the one spirit is not one above another. Under the Spirit, everybody is the same. Everybody has the um, the uh, the Holy Spirit coming to them and leading them to Christ. There's not one of the homeless person, uh, the rich person, all of the same in Christ's eyes. And the Holy Spirit is is as comes into those lives. He's knocking on the doors of mm, their hearts. Mm, and mm. I think that's really important for us to understand because when we talk about truth, we can't place uh, ourselves above anybody else when we think we know the truth. The thing is, God is the one that knows all truth. And and uh, what we do is we, we follow the word and line up the text, but we have to have the attitude of love and compassion and accept people just as they are. Yeah. And Eric, we, we were mentioning that the Holy Spirit is working in uh, everyone's life. I mean, it's attempting to uh, to speak in various ways, but we have that choice. We mentioned a bit earlier mm. to choose or not to choose, to listen to the voice or not, you mm. know. And I remember um, uh, also another um, story, you know, uh, when I, w- I was prompted, and I believe now looking back, you know, by the Holy Spirit, uh, to stop working on uh, on the Sabbath. Mm. And uh, I thought, wow, you know, and I knew the implications I knew that uh, um, everyone is working back then in, in, you know, I live in a communist country. Um, if you don't uh, work on, you know, the days which uh, you are called to work, you lose your job, you know, mm. and everyone was working on Sabbath. But when I heard that voice, I was challenged and I, I uh, make some um, steps, you know, towards that uh, voice, you know, and uh, actually in that day, when I decided to not work on Sabbath, I lost my job. Mm. But God provided me with another job mm. in the same day. And I mentioned um, uh, some other times about this, how amazingly God uh, put me in contact with some people to to give me a job. It's, you know, like uh, we read in the Bible that Moses, when he stepped into the Red Sea, you know, the Red Sea, di- uh, um, you know, divided mm. and they could walk through. And that's that's. Pretty much like what we are going to talk here. The Holy Spirit is going to, to work in our lives. Are we hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit? That's right. Or not? And the other thing too, Nick, just quickly is that sometimes we don't know, um, we can't see the Holy Spirit working in someone's heart. 
but we judge on the outside. Mm-hmm. And I can just quickly share that when I was like you working on Sabbath and every seventh Saturday I had off, so I'd go to church, but my family, um, would be uh, picked up and taken to church. But because people knew that I was studying the Bible, but I was still swearing and drinking, um, and just coming to church on the seventh week, sometimes the people at church didn't go and pick up my family. Mm, mm. Um, they actually, uh, later on, uh, after I was baptized, my my wife, we actually found um, a little interest book in the church, and it said, had our names written down, not worth bothering about. And the thing was that the Christian folks were actually looking on my outside and thought that I wasn't progressing as they thought I would. Okay. But the Holy Spirit was working on my heart. And I, I, you know, and it took, it took me two years to accept the Sabbath. It took me a while. Mm-hmm. But it, the Holy Spirit was working. So even so, you don't know how the Holy Spirit would never give up on people. The Holy Spirit doesn't give up on people. Just the same as we shouldn't look on the outside. We should just just we're there. The Holy Spirit plants the seeds. We're to go and plant those Absolutely. seeds. Absolutely. But that, then the Holy Spirit takes care. And, of and I heard from some of our listeners, uh, as I have the privilege to meet uh, some of our listeners or even hear from them, Eric, mm-hmm. um, saying that how the Holy Spirit or just just a voice telling them that they need to play on the radio and turn the the yes. knob, you know, and where they uh, they find Faith FM and listening to us now. <laughs> and I like to thank you all listening to Faith FM. And I had. Uh, uh, the other day I had listeners um, uh, messaging us from Namibia uh, <laughs> saying that how much they enjoy it. And uh, I, I like now actually to to thank that listener because uh, he didn't give us uh, his name at that time, but uh, he sent another message and uh, he said, my name is Howard. Howard, if you listen to Faith FM, we are so <laughs> grateful that you, you <laughs> can uh, join us. Amen. Eric, I'm mindful now that we need to, to finish, uh, but I would like to just... Uh, Mention about that uh, book which I'm giving away uh, right now. Uh, it's a beautiful book, uh, and I will suggest to you, our listeners, to get this book in your hands. Uh, Bible readings, and uh, it's it's a question and answer type. Uh, if you go on chapter five, for example, you'll have a chapter about the Holy Spirit there, and you can uh, learn a little bit more about uh, about that um, as you go. Just order that book. It's free of charge, uh, and we'll be happy to to deliver it to you. Just in a few minutes uh, left, uh, Eric. Uh, here, how would you like to bring together for us uh, all this uh, topic about uh, how does the spirit work mm. in someone's life? Well, the Holy Spirit works in the life of believers to renew us, to sanctify us, and to make us more holy, if you like, to show more love to others, to have those fruits of the Spirit. And when He comes to us, we are saved. Titus 3, 4 to 6 says, He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior. So what happens then is God comes into our lives, he changes our mindset, he renews our heart, the Holy Spirit brings us to Christ. And Christ's words in the Bible, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all part of of who we are today. And what the world needs more is more of the Holy Spirit, more of the fruits of the Spirit. And as we live in this old world, in this sinful world, in the time, the Holy Spirit gives us freedom. 
because it takes away the burden of sin. It opens up, it shows us, and then it is forgiven. It is forgotten, our sin. So what I'm saying today is that the Holy Spirit renews us. It gives us new birth. It makes us new people. And praise God for the Holy Spirit. We should all be filled with the Holy Spirit. Great. Wonderful. Uh, Eric, um, how would you feel like uh, to pray today and pray for us uh, here and with this uh, radio ministry, but also pray for our listener who's uh, listening and maybe they, they have some encounter, you know, with, uh, with those voices you men- we, we mentioned, you know, speaking into their mind and their heart, you know, mm-hmm. for a change probably. Yes. Uh, would you like to pray, please? Sure. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we... Just come before you right now, our friend, our saviour, our Messiah. And we thank you today, Lord, for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the Trinity that created all things, created this world, created the animals and the flowers, the plants, and human life. We're all one human race. And we thank you, Lord, that you sent your Son to this earth, and he gave his life for us. He showed us how to live. He showed us how to approach people to love people and to look at all people the same. And then when the son went away, he said there would be the Holy Spirit would come and uh, not leave us but be an advocate to us, a helper. And so today, Lord, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Mm. We pray for the people who are listening today, Lord, if there are people that are struggling to understand the Scriptures, if there are some out there, Lord, that are struggling with the voices in this world, pulling them that way and this way, who are always falling down and being hurt by the devil and his desires that brings lusts and things into their lives. We pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit may come into their lives, that they may turn to the God that will help them, that will lift them up and that will give them eternal life, but will make them happy now and free them from these burdens. So we pray, Lord, you'll be with all listeners, Lord. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. May each one of us be filled with the Spirit, that when we go out, we will show love and tenderness and kindness to others. And when we give that Spirit, then we have more of the Holy Spirit as we come closer to Jesus. So thank you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And thank you so much, Eric, for that. Uh, it looks like our time is up uh, for today, but uh, thank you for uh, listening to Faith FM uh, Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today, um, Eric uh, Hoare. Now, please join us again tomorrow when uh, you'll have Eric also back here, but this time with Pastor Gary uh, talking about how does the Holy Spirit work in the church? And uh, again, if you like to contact us, don't hesitate to, to send a message to uh, 04888081 or you can visit our website faithfm.com.au and um, you can see some of our uh, offers there. Uh, also, uh, I like to also remind you in case if you are struggling, you know, with the reception, if you listen on uh, in the car on the radio, uh, you can always uh, check some other frequency because you may go um, uh, on different areas which will be different frequency not only on 88 but 87.8 or 87.6 check those uh, frequency and see if it's faith fm there uh, but right now i would like to leave you uh, with a song and um, uh, this is uh, another beautiful uh, one we have this hope with uh, Emmanuel Cortet uh, God bless you and keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus
We have this hope that burns within our hearts. Hope in the coming of the Lord. We have this faith that Christ alone imparts. Faith in the promise of His Word. We believe the time is here when the nations far and near shall awake and shout and sing Hallelujah, Christ is King. We this hope that burns within our hearts, hope in the coming of the Lord.